Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. This is Gary Neron welcoming you to the Lamp and Light broadcast, coming to you from the studios of Central Baptist Church in beautiful Ocala, Florida. Lamp and Light is a ministry, taking a book of the Bible verse by verse, teaching as it is to men as they are, without compromise or apology, speaking the truth in love, and our purpose is to give the lamp and light to all. Yesterday in our study of Hebrews chapter 11, we were talking about the effect of a wife's faith upon her husband. Let's continue with that lesson today. Now, here is our teacher and pastor, Dr. Andy Bloom. Foundation for the Bible But now we go on and we look at Sarah in verses 11 and 12. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one in him as good as dead. So many as the stars of heaven of the sky in multitude. And it's the sand which is by the seashore, innumerable. Well, this is a miracle. Sarah conceives at 90 years of age, long past the change of life. And even if she could be pregnant at 90 years old, at her age, that would normally kill a lady. But she judged him faithful who made this promise to her. She judged God faithful. Now, judge faithful means someone who is worthy of trust. And she trusted him. Do you see that the faith of a lady is important to God? What can God do with you, ladies, if you only trust him? Well, Sarah ended up in the Hall of Faith in 1 Peter chapter 3. She's used as an example for you today. She was a lady of faith. And may we all seek to see the power of God manifested in us and through us as well. Now in verse 12 here where he says, him, Isaac, as good as dead. Now remember, Isaac was to be offered and and God honored and rewarded the faith of Abraham in offering Isaac as if he was going to offer him. And a multitude will spring forth. Sarah hungered and thirsted after righteousness and was filled with many nations. Although poor in spirit, and with no certain dwelling place. She followed her husband. Now think of this. She followed her husband Abraham, even when he called her his sister instead of his wife. And now she is part of that eternal kingdom. And she too will live in that city whose builder and maker is God. And again, God used her as 
an example for other ladies in the New Testament. Let me read that passage to you in 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. It says, Likewise, ye wives, be in subjection to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, in other words, they're backslid or they're unsaved, that they may also, without the word, be won by the conversation of the wives, that is, by their manner of living, their conduct. While they behold your chaste, your clean, your pure conversation, style of life and speech, coupled with fear, Whose adorning let it not be that outward adorning of the plating of the hair and the wearing of gold and the putting on of apparel. Other words, you're not trying to sensually direct your husband. But rather, as verse 4 says, let it be the hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible. Even the ornament, an ornament is something that ladies would wear like jewelry, a beautiful necklace beautiful rings, earrings, and so forth, as an ornament of a meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God of great price. For after this manner in the old time, the holy women also who trusted in God adorned themselves, being in subjection unto their own husbands. Even as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose daughters ye are, as long as ye do well and are not afraid with any amazement. Now, you see, when God is the most important to you, then really you adorn yourselves in a way that's pleasing to God. Now, understand this sensual world, this world that rebels against the headship of the husband in the home, yea, even in so-called many Christian churches. I'm tired of Christian psychologists that say the husband is the head of the home, and then they basically spend the next 45 minutes telling the husband to roll over and let the wife lead. And they don't say it that way, but when you follow what they're telling you to do, that's exactly what that is, and that's not what God told you to do. You're to lead that home. You're the head of that home. Now, because when you dress in a way not to be sensual, but you can dress, ladies, to be effeminately beautiful without being sensually beautiful. And, and that's a good thing, and, and, and I would say, yes, you should dress nicely. But you need to have a meek and quiet spirit. That's the ornament of great price. They adorned themselves. That that means they, they put it on like jewelry. It could be seen. You know, I've, I've seen ladies walking down the road doing power walks, this kind of a walk where they're swinging their arms and they're doing things while they're walking, and it it looks weird. It looks crazy. But you know what? They really don't care what we think about it because they think the benefit of the walk far exceeds what people they don't even know think. Well, my friend, whether it's people you know or people you don't know, pleasing God is contrary to the world. They won't like it. They'll think it's weird. They'll think it's stupid. But you just please God. You please him. You care more about him than what the world thinks. His ways are always, always, always right. 
Now understand, God is our rock, and His work is perfect. All His ways are just and good. He is the God of truth without any iniquity, without any error, without any deceit. Oh, how we fail in publishing the name of the Lord and describing the greatness and the glory that's due unto that great name. He spoke, and the universe was created. He became flesh and dwelt among us, that we might know God and have eternal life. Praise be to God Almighty, regardless of what men think of us. Now, modern feminism rebels against these things that I've just told you. But God has given her a place in the hall of faith that modern feminism will never see. Why? Because she accepted her role in love for Jesus Christ. And Sarah does this through faith, and not Abraham's faith, but the trust she had herself in the word of God. Now, someone may say, you don't know my husband, or my husband is not a spiritual man. I can't submit unto him. I have to take the leadership of this home. Well, that man will never be won by your conversation, your lifestyle. Now, you remember this. Abraham twice told people Sarah was his sister instead of saying that he was his wife. And when Sarah suggested that he go into Hagar, he didn't waste any time. Now, God places Sarah on the level with the rest of the Hall of Faith because she's scripturally and lovingly submitted herself to God's will and therefore to her husband, knowing that it pleased God for her to do so. And he gave her strength for whatever she may need to endure. And in her case, it was bearing a baby at 90 years of age. And my friend, women today may not have a baby at 90 years of age, but God does supply you with the strength for whatever he needs you to do, even even if it seems impossible. He will always supply the need. Abraham said, tell them you're my sister. He goes in without argument to Hagar. Do you think you could submit unto him as your husband if your husband was guilty of the same thing? Of course not. Sarah was a very special lady of faith. Well, as we looked at the faith here, the patriarchs here in verses 1 through 12, I want you to see faith's promise in verses 13 through 16. That's actually the second paragraph of this chapter. Now, faith in a promise means I live and order my life in relationship to that promise, irrespective of circumstances and things seen. Now let's look at verses 13 and 14. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Now he says, these all died in faith in verse 13. 
They knew they would leave this life and not enter to the eternal city of God in their present life. But they, one day, they knew they would. As the old prophet Job said, I know that after the skin worms destroy my body, that in my flesh I shall see God for myself and not another for him. That was faith. I can remember, as little boys, we knew we were going on vacation. Usually, it was in August back then. It was at the end of August. And we knew that we would be with our cousins up in the state of Ohio and Pennsylvania. Well, back in that day, I was really doing well. I was getting 25 cents a week allowance. I guess my dad was a softy. But we'd save that up through the year. Now, my older brother would have about $5 or more when we'd go on vacation. At best, I'd have two. But during the year, I would use my stuff to buy candy and Cokes. And that brother that was just a little bit above me, just a little bit older than me, a couple years older, my brother Dick, this is your radio pastor, Pastor Andy Bloom, saying, May the Word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your pathway today. We want to thank you for listening to the Lamp and Light broadcast. If you would like a CD copy of today's message by Dr. Bloom, send us your name, mailing address, and include the radio station by which you are listening and the date of the broadcast. We would appreciate a gift of $5 to Lamp and Light Broadcast, 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, Ocala, Florida, 34471. You may also visit us on the website and freely download the sermons by clicking on the sermon library. That website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. Again, the address for the Lamp and Light broadcast is 1714 Southeast 36th Avenue, O-C-A-L-A, Florida, 34471. And again, our website is www.centralbaptistocala.org. This is your announcer, Gary Neron, saying, May God's peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Stand so the hills may tumble, it will firmly stand when the earth shall crumble. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible stands. I will plant my feet on its firm foundation for the Bible.